2: Welcome to the family with Hackmaster Ralph David Basham, MD,
1: Alex Bernard Rasmussen,
0: co-host Catherine Brandt,
2: and Andy Bernard and also in our L.A. office. What do you think of that? You have an L.A. office now. You like that?
0: I do have an L.A. office. I,
2: See? Nice. No, we have it. We annexed it. Yes. It's our it's office now. It's no longer yours.
0: I can't wait for your rent
1: check to come in. <laughs> it's five dollars a month, okay?
2: Love it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, five bucks a month—that'd be good. All right, we'll take a uh, take a little uh, break here. Be right back. Kristen Burt will join us. Got a got a great discussion going on, and I want your take on it, Kristen. Okay?
0: Sounds
2: good. We'll be back with Kristen Burt right after this.
4: Take it from Zap. They ship today.
2: I like that when you bring Kristen Bird on and start playing music from the 1950s. I like it. (laughs) My era. (laughs) You. Your era was the no. 1950s. You were minus how many years old?
0: <laughs> minus, minus, minus. <laughs>
2: minus, minus, minus. I didn't exist. <laughs> so what's happening with you, sister?
0: Busy week. You know, it's, uh, it's Oscars week. And this is probably the most normal Los Angeles week we have seen in two years. So uh, there's a lot of events. Um, and they're going to try and put on a show. We will see how that goes off. I'm anticipating it being the lowest rated ever, but there still are celebrations to be had throughout the city, so it's good.
5: And what's the site mm-hmm. for the show?
0: Uh, they're back to the Dolby Theater this year. Okay. It is still a smaller-sized audience than pre-pandemic. Normally, they have about 3,000 people at the Oscars. It's going to be much, much smaller than that. Seats have been removed to keep some sort of social distancing. And... Um, you know, it, you'll, you'll still notice that there's a pandemic playing out. There will be people wearing masks and, um, you know, there, there's testing and all of that. But so we're not back to 100 percent normal, but it's the closest we've seen in a couple of years.
2: Listen to you talking about 100 percent normal.
0: Yeah, I mean, and you know, I really should stop saying that because it really is just kind of the new normal or what this means moving forward, because I think a, a lot of things that we used to do out here in the entertainment industry are are gone some of it is budgetary they just realized ways to make things cheaper (laughs) more budget friendly um and others will be you know moving forward because of the pandemic or if there's just spikes in covid or flu or whatever it is uh in future years i think we'll see some sort of health protocols change
2: no i meant that you're not normal that's what i meant Oh, well, that's uh, that's a given. I mean... I, <laughs> just the given, <laughs> I breeze
0: right it? past that because there's... I uh, normal the day I was born. <laughs>
2: Well, there you have it. Yeah, the pressure's off. There Boy,
0: is. I, I mean, you. I accept my weirdness.
2: <laughs> no, I didn't mind as well. I understand. I was talking this morning on the morning show about how many... Uh, Catherine and I have been watching, uh, of course, 1883. We're watching Cobra Kai. We're watching the Mayor of Kingstown. We're watching... They're all uh, – movies, not so great, but TV shows, streamers, streaming uh, shows are just – man, they're good this year, don't you think?
0: They are, and it's – it's honestly, I have a running list, and there's there's only so much. I spend so much of my day either yeah. talking to a TV camera or, or typing on my laptop that I really have to lessen my screen time and just, like, go outside and hike or go to – a workout class or something or see people, because uh, otherwise I see cats all day. Um, <laughs> but it, yeah, it's yeah. one of those, <laughs> My coworkers are two cats. But uh, it, it is one of those situations where on weekends, I like to just focus in on one TV show. And I just watched White Lotus last weekend on HBO yeah. Max. It came out last fall, and they, they've got a season two pickup. Um, And I'm dying to see the dropout, the whole uh, Theranos with Elizabeth. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. yep. I listened to the podcast. I think that story is absolutely fascinating. And I went to the uh, Clinton Foundation Conference used to be out here in California every year. And they had her speak one year. And I attended as part of the media. And I was not familiar with Elizabeth Holmes at the time. And she got on stage and was like, hello? And I was like, what? I mean, I looked at my colleague and I almost just burst out laughing because I was not expecting her deep voice, which... Is not her normal voice, it's the voice she put on in public.
5: Her persona, the character. And I've heard her, persona, her
2: voice
0: is super her weird. Steve Jobs inspired persona.
2: Yep. yep. Wait a minute, who is this?
1: The Theranos scale.
2: She's got a fake voice. I didn't mm-hmm. know that. Yeah. She
0: does. She's this like tall, very lean woman, and all of a sudden, this like booming deep voice comes out. But she modeled a lot of her persona after Steve Jobs. That's and with right. Mexican That's and um, created kind of a, a mythical figure uh, out of herself. It's, it's crazy. It's such a fascinating story.
5: And yeah. I've and i, and I I've said before, I think she used her sexuality any time she had an opportunity. Yeah, I agree. You know, maybe not in physical contact, but, man, she she used that because almost all of the investors were men.
3: Oh.
0: She, and she wound up being, becoming involved with one of her co-workers, too. Oh, so. sure, yeah, yeah. 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 And,
5: and he yeah. abused her, and that was part of the... Has she been sentenced yet?
0: No, I don't believe she's been sentenced yet. And I'm thinking—I mean, do you? I think she's going to get a light sentence. Don't you think?
5: Dud, she's Absolutely. pregnant, and she's been an abused woman. She'll that, never see the. She'll never of the jail, see. The, so. No, she's never yeah. going to see anything. And She'll a lot get, of, like
0: house arrest or something.
5: Yep. And a lot of the things that, uh, that a lot of people have looked at this saying, well, it was just a bunch of rich people that got gypped, they got taken in by some story, mostly older men. Huh? There you go.
0: Nobody feels you sorry for love? her. Nope.
2: Here's what I love about that. They're a rich, tough titty. They deserve to be taken advantage of. There you go. What if they earned the money themselves and didn't take it from other people? They busted their ass and, and made a lot of money because they worked so hard, and now you think it's okay that they lose money? There you go. It's ridiculous. Jealousy
6: I, it, is more powerful than pretty much <laughs> yeah, any is. other thing. You're right. It is. Oh, well, yeah.
2: Technically, it's envy. but Yeah, it's envy. That's exactly what it is. It's really unfortunate that people really still feel that way. You know, Still, uh, um,
6: just that's like, uh, <coughs> I think, back to the bacteria stage of life. <laughs> and, if you and have I'm what, what I don't, I'm getting it or I'm taking it away from you so not, yeah. no one can have it.
5: And, and she comes from an old money family who fettered their money away.
2: Oh, is that right?
5: The family name is Fleshman from the Fleshman Yeasts.
2: Oh, I didn't know that. So she had a lot <laughs> fleshman of
5: fleshman yeast.
6: It sounds like a, <laughs> an infection. No, it, does. <laughs> <laughs> it <does.
1: laughs> Take this pill like, for fleshman, fleshman yeast. <laughs> if you have
2: moderate to severe fleshman, fleshman yeast. yeast. Or, or a guy that
1: works out a lot.
2: <laughs> no. oh, gross. We had fleshman yeast from working out. The, you know, that, is it, so
5: she had the contacts with these blue blood or whatever you want to call them. And she went to the private school. I mean, there was a lot of pieces to this that Mm -hmm. sort of all kind of go together. This whole story just is a fascinating thing. And she used what she had, her skill set.
6: So do you think that she set out to do a pyramid scheme? Or do you think... No. Do you think that she was like, okay, well, it doesn't work right now, but I'm sure in 3 months it'll work. So if I just say it works now, then it'll all be okay once we get it working.
5: And to a certain extent that all of the all of the uh, stock companies do an element of this. That is true. They promise more than what they really yeah. have.
6: It's because we know we're going to have more in the future. That's yeah. why when they don't have more in the future, the entire economy breaks in half because everything is based on this kind of like theoretical future value and when that future value doesn't come everyone loses everything
5: yeah and if okay. and if she would have not been so vindictive about her employees who were critical of the of the yeah. system yep. she may have achieved what she wanted because she had a lot of brilliant people who could have solved a lot of the problems but she got rid of them she just jettisoned them in a heartbeat
6: Well, from what i've read about the system is that it's Kind of like not possible on a physical level, at least what they were promising. Yeah, they... they were promising a single drop of blood could be used to cycle like every sort of uh, yeah, you like... could basically do every all of your blood counts, your lipid counts, and everything. But,
5: but th- no, they were able to do a certain number of tests, like <coughs> 10 tests on a drop of blood. So they were yeah, able to, they were to promising do... like, oh, I, all, every yeah, like every panel. that's yeah. the problem. That's what and there's they where the were thing promising. Mm-hmm. That's where the, the wheels came off. They couldn't deliver on that and, promise.
0: And... It's a great podcast. It's called The Dropout, and I haven't seen the TV show yet. So, but I am going to watch it. But if you haven't listened to the podcast, highly recommend it. They did it was really well done, and I think too. For sometimes people get into like the whole like tech slash medical side to things, and maybe they're like eyes glaze over. But honestly, it was done in a really understandable way, layman's terms. Like you're like, oh, I totally get like how this happened and how this played out, and such a crazy story. But
5: makes for good TV oh sure does he can't, can't write this stuff you, I just I, I I I wanted to ask is that the current uh, quality of TV or um, cable or whatever you want to call it uh, the drama series is this finally the um, entertainment system and the writers uh, recovering from the writer's strike that brought on all of the uh, reality TV that was 20 years ago
0: yeah, it's a, it's a combination of things, honestly. And we had a writer strike also in, what, 2008? We've had a couple of them. And right at the, at the housing bust. And that was a mess in Los Angeles because so many writers lost their homes. Um, but I think what's interesting is we're seeing a combination of streamers pushing stories forward. Um, Not being bound to that, like, we have to do 22 episodes the way you do on broadcast TV. You know, doing those limited series, getting the big names in because they can commit to a 10-episode TV show. And then behind the scenes, we have seen an influx of fresh voices and stories. And that means bringing more women into the mix in the writing rooms. That means bringing in LGBTQ. That means bringing in Black, Latino, Asian you know south asian all, all of these different types of voices and that's why we're seeing more creative stories and not just like hey we're going to do a reboot hey it's a franchise and that's what we're seeing at the movies
5: yeah so, so they're the, willing to take yeah, the risk yeah so they're not rebooting stuff but movies are but this these uh, series on cable are not
0: not as much i mean we do know that like we saw fuller house or we saw the sex in the city Reboot, which, by the way, got picked up today for season two. Oh um, God!
1: Why? Why would way? they make us do oh. that again? We're gonna
0: watch. That's the crazy part. Yeah,
1: that's the thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and, I, I, and I, I mean this. Like, listen, Hollywood still needs to do better when it, in terms of like diversity and making sure different voices are heard. But you're starting to see the results of bringing in people into a writing room, and it's not just ten men. It's not just like five white women, five white men. Being able to bring these voices and tell these stories creates more creativity, and I think that that's what we need. I mean, Mindy Kaling is someone I think who really brings um, an eye to South Asian voices, and she's got, she puts on great series, um, and things that everyone enjoys, too, but then you go, oh, I learned a little bit more about South Asian culture that you wouldn't have necessarily known about, so... And it's done in a subtle way, you know? You're just like, oh, this is what an Indian family is like.
2: When are we going to open up to the Pakistanis? That's what I want to know.
0: Hey. <laughs> There's a story it. to be told there. Oh. That's the thing. Hey. And the Bengalis.
2: <laughs> the Bengalis. What about the Bengalis? We've got to pay more attention. we got to hire some Bengalis. That's all there is to it. You know what I'm talking about. But, yeah, in any case, we just... Now, Kristen, I have to ask you a question because we've talked about this before, but Catherine and I have been talking about it, too. As I said, the streaming shows are terrific. TV is doing a much better job. But movies, I went through the movies today with Gray. She's she's terrific. The woman used to run uh, Rotten Tomatoes. It's mm-hmm. an old friend. <clears throat> but we're talking about... Uh, about entertainment about tv about this that the other thing and you get to movies i had seen i saw belfast it's the only movie that's up for an oscar that i've seen i haven't seen any of the other ones i don't care about any of this stuff that they're they're doing movies about now
1: you don't want to see the aretha franklin one
2: no i love aretha franklin too much to watch somebody play her and i like the other woman too what's her name the woman's playing her
0: jennifer hudson
2: (laughs) Jennifer Hudson, I like her too. But leave Aretha alone. I don't want to see anybody else doing Aretha Franklin. I got Aretha Franklin, Thank right? You.
0: Well, and I think that that's going to be the big problem with the Oscars this weekend. Nobody's watched the movies. you and, No, no and, and you know, they keep on saying, we're going to make a show that's exciting, that will make people want to watch. And then I hear things like, hey, they're doing... A reunion for the 50th anniversary of the godfather and i think i think that that's cool as someone who's interested in movie history but i feel like that's a, a special that entertainment weekly should run on their streaming site not a yeah. bunch of like that's not going to interest the average tv viewer and go well that's why i'm watching the oscars so i can see a reunion of the cast of the godfather yeah
2: um, you know I almost came out to LA to rescue you from, from Los Angeles today after I read a headline. I said, Kristen's my friend. I have to get her out of that hellhole.
0: Okay, <laughs> What's the you ready? headline?
2: You know what the headline is? You know who Amy Schumer has invited to the Oscars? Zelensky. Yes. She invited uh, Zelensky so to come to the Such
0: Oscars. <laughs> I don't know who that is. Uh,
6: the president or whatever of Ukrainian Ukraine. President.
1: Oh, yes. My okay.
6: favorite uh, thing to come out of this whole, uh, you know, Freedom Fries 2.0 issue is yeah. the, uh, I think it was the Canadian uh, Mustard Museum. It said, yes. we're not going to be displaying Russian mustards until this yes. conflict is over. Okay. That's, that's it's like, correct, oh, thank yes. you for saving Ukraine by not showing Russian mustard anymore. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You complete morons. Well, that's like
1: one of my friends was saying that the Russian tea room, like people were protesting yep. outside of the oh, Russian tea room. On. And they were like... Are you kidding me? It's like Russian immigrants that mm-hmm. started this that exactly. are like trying to this run is how their stupid yeah, People like, are.
6: They're stupid. Yes. Yeah. Stupid. Yeah. Uh, we have a question Russian from the chat. Mustard. She wants to know, Wendy wants to know uh, about your feelings on Rachel Zegler not being invited to the Emmys? Oh, uh, the Oscars. Oh, Oscars. I don't know who Rachel yeah. Zegler is. So.
0: Okay, so Rachel Zegler played Maria in Steven Spielberg's West Side Story. Okay. So obviously she's the lead, and it seems um, like an oversight that she was not invited to the Oscars, given that when a, a movie's nominated for Best Picture, usually the core cast gets invited to the Oscars. couple things at play here. First of all, we are looking at a downsized Oscars, so less tickets were available. Right. And right. she's not nominated, so that that was one thing. Second, it's not the Academy who didn't invite her. It was 20th Century Studios, which put out the movie. What the Academy does is say, okay, you've got one movie that is nominated for Best Picture. We're giving you an allotment of, say, 35 tickets. You distribute them to studio executives and the cast you want. So it's really, this this falls on 20th Century Studios for not inviting Rachel. Rachel is overseas in London shooting something. So I have a feeling that in all of this and COVID protocols and everything else, someone made the decision at 20th Century Studios thinking she's overseas, she's not nominated, you know she's 20 years old, she'll get to go at another time in her future and we'll have to deal with all of these crazy like getting her here to Los Angeles, COVID protocols, everything else. you know. And I think that that's kind of, it was like a, a perfect storm of why she wouldn't wind up with a ticket.
2: Plus the fact, is she the reason the movie sucked?
0: (laughs) The movie's good.
2: I heard the movie was terrible.
0: No, it's not terrible. And honestly, did we need a reboot of, or a reimagining, as Steven Spielberg calls it, of West Side Story? No. No. But did he create something different that at least gives you uh, beautiful uh, cinematic you know, screen work, everything else? Yes. And I think that, that... He he did what he could to make it unique. It's not bad.
2: So it's not bad. It's not great. It's just you're saying it's not bad, which means it really sucks.
0: Well, I just, you know, I'm just one of those that I'm like, when you have such a good piece of cinema or a strong piece of cinema already, do you need to do it? I do feel like this was Spielberg's vanity project of, like, I can tackle a musical. Um, And he took West Side Story instead of doing something that hasn't been brought to the screen before. But he did it well. And... That's how I see it. But I think, you know, to me, the original will always be untouchable. But this, there's a reason it's nominated for Best Picture. Well,
2: I suppose that is true, yeah. Well, because Spielberg's name's on it. That doesn't hurt.
0: Sure. And you you have, like, Ariana DeBose, who plays Anita. She's nominated for Best Supporting Actress and likely will win um, on Sunday and certainly deserves to be there. The choreography by Justin Peck, Um, you know, try to reimagine choreography is not easy he did a beautiful job with the dancers in that. So, overall, it's a, it's, a, it's a success. It wasn't a success at the box office, but the achievement of what they created on the screen is.
2: You know, the last time I watched the Oscars, I just realized you know who one of the acceptors was of, uh, of an award?
0: Henry Fonda.
2: You're close. <laughs> oh, <geez. Uncess laughs> little Princess Little Fonda. I told you guys
0: Feather. in the 80s. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Princess Littlefeather accepted the Oscar for Marlon Brando. That's how long that it's was been.
0: Er- that was earlier. That was earlier that, than on Golden Pond.
2: <laughs> it was. You're absolutely right.
0: Yeah. And
2: somebody told me, by the way, I didn't know this. Did you know Prin- Princess Littlefeather was an actress? She wasn't even Native American? Yes. Did you... <laughs> Oh, you knew that already. I didn't know that. Yeah. So Marlon hires some honky to play a Native American so he looks better.
5: Cultural appropriation to look better.
2: (laughs) Ow, Marlon. That's ass backwards, Marlon. It really is ass backwards, Alex. I mean, what are you thinking? (laughs) He sends a person out there who's not even a real Native American. What the hell's wrong with you? In any case, so we'll stay on top of it. But, But I do, getting back on the positive side, Streaming shows, TV shows are so much better. The, like I said, the Cobra Kai's and the 1883. Catherine and I just love 1883. It's so well done. God, it's a, that Taylor Sheridan, amazing.
1: Mm-hmm. And Faith Hill. That's... I was like, she acts. How I about no that, idea. right? She, yeah. She's great in that. And, and what's is? his face? Who's her husband?
2: Tim McGraw.
0: Yeah, oh, he's like, he's, they're Tim all McGraw. so good. Yeah, they are. They're fantastic. Have you interviewed Tim McGraw before? No. You haven't. No, he's never. fantastic. I interviewed him probably about three, four years ago, maybe five years ago now. He is—he's amazing, and well, really we don't talented. Play hillbilly. I mean, <laughs> he what?
2: We don't—we don't play hillbilly music. That's You're why. You're not funny. <laughs> I'm not, It's not being funny. He plays hillbilly music, doesn't he?
0: Country music, <laughs> but they cross over so <laughs> often in <laughs> the, pop, the pop realm.
2: Honest to God. I, I do remember as a kid living in North Minneapolis, a very urban neighborhood, my mother decided all of a sudden, I don't know what age she was, but she decided she was a country music fan. And when guys had walked past my house, they'd go, what the hell is that? Because <laughs> they had never heard it before. <laughs> I think it's so hilarious. Young, young black kids, what the hell kind of music is that you're playing?
0: <laughs> it's not very popular in New England either.
2: No. No, music.
0: God, no. No, no, it's
6: popular in the rural Midwest and parts of the South. That's about it. Yeah,
2: it's very true. But yeah, Tim McGraw, apparently he's been an actor for quite some time. I didn't know that.
0: He was great in The Blind Side with Sandra Bullock. Did you see that movie? Oh,
2: yeah, it's right, Blind Side. He that played
0: was the good. dad.
2: Yep. Yeah, he's very, very good. Everybody in it, Everybody every, single, is, single, every person single person in it person. is terrific.
0: And Yeah, you have to remember it's quality writing, too, so it makes it...
2: Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah,
0: it helps, enhances the performances even more, too, so...
2: One of my Without favorite. good See,
0: writing, you got nothing.
2: I love Sam Elliott, too. You people ever cross the goddamn river get the hell out of here. <laughs> I just love <laughs> He's
0: him. He's made for, for Westerns. Yeah, he is. Yes. He's yes.
2: one of those people. <laughs> yes. I just love it. Oh, he's going to take the people across the river in episode three of 1883, and he told them all to leave their heavy stuff behind because we only if it's necessary. We're only bringing it if it's necessary. So they're about to cross the river, so they got to lighten the load again to get across the river. And he opens up the canvas on the back of this wagon. These German or Swedish or whatever immigrants they are, and there's a piano in the back of the wagon. He goes, God damn it! <laughs> He was very upset. It was. He's great. He is terrific. I know he had that little run-in with Jane Campion and all that, but, and I don't know what the hell. He, what was he trying to do there? Do whatever. you think? I know. Whatever. I understand.
1: I mean, I just. I feel like he gets to have an opinion. Mm.
2: Has he ever played
1: a
6: character that wasn't like a cowboy? Yeah, yeah, but he still has the same delivery. <laughs> so he's a cowboy being a not-cowboy? <laughs> yeah, pretty
2: much. Yeah. I love him. Yeah, but he's love
0: always, him. like, a lot of times he's, like, not a cowboy, but he is, like, um, like a hell's angel or, you know what I mean? Oh. Still, like, uh, a Right, a, right. A oh, gruff. A tough guy.
5: Some sort I'm of, thinking
0: of Mask. Mask is what I'm thinking of off the top of my head with Cher and Eric oh,
6: that's Stoltz. right! To mask. He
0: really good in that mask. Yeah. The
6: movie with the kid that had the deformity. Yes. <clears throat> he was in Mask. Wow! I have no idea.
0: Sure.
6: Let's see here.
1: Is Kristen Wright, dear Google?
6: <laughs> Actually, we have
2: to take a break. Too, yes, right? to, he was in fact in Mask. He was Yay, in Mask.
0: God, my memory, memory served me correct. <laughs>
2: yes. We'll take a quick break. Be right back, Kristen Burt, with us, family. Visit saberheating.com. 491 6527. That's Continuum, C O N T I N U U M, ContinuumWeightWellbeing.com. I've learned so much from them, and I know you will too. Continuum Weight and Wellbeing, Life Beyond Weight Loss Mode. Ladies and gentlemen, we're back with that goddamn Christian Bird. What do you think of that? <laughs> well done.
0: <Daddy> Sam Elliott.
2: <laughs> I love Samuel. I do. I just love the guy. He, you know why? Because he's a no bullshit guy. You don't like a tough titty. Get away from me. This is true. But I love him tough up for that. Titty. Great. <laughs> well, said the kitty he when the milk the went getty. dry. I got to say the whole thing. That was my great grandma Minnie. Oh, not my great grandma, but my grandma Minnie. If something would go wrong, I would go, Grandma. That, that, that's not right. And she'd look at me and go, tough titty, said the kitty, when the milk went dry. I'm
6: like, what? What no, the weird, hell are
2: you talking about? Weird lady.
6: <laughs> <laughs> oh, she was one you uh, loved. Was her. she the uh, up Mike's hind end for egg scramble? Yes, she was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she had all kinds of crazy
3: things. That
6: one I cannot <laughs> oh, yeah. at all. Why? <clears throat> you can't you break like this. <laughs> it. It makes no what? sense.
5: It, it makes zero sense. you typed sense. it in? Searched it?
6: Uh, oh, yeah, Is that a I, thing? I, I'm, I have a feeling it's like a mistranslation <laughs> a of a German, German ah, thing. There you go. Yeah. Oh, I'm uh, sure there it is. You go. I'm sure you're right. Oh, yeah.
2: There you go. Well, we got to find – I'll tell a story, while, a very quick story while you're doing that. Oh, by the way, I should mention to Kristen and, and uh, people on the show, that this is nice to know. We just looked uh, in the, since uh, the last few months, we have about a 50% uptick in listenership. 50%. That's pretty wow. dangerous.
1: So we're up to 10?
2: Yeah, there are 10 yeah. people now <laughs> instead of just 6. <laughs> always
1: loved, it. I always love I always love I love percentage stuff like yeah. that. Like Yeah. I had my cousin um
2: has Well, it's thousands of people. How about that? Yeah. Is that okay. a better way to put it?
1: Well, yes, that would that be better. So okay. I don't know, my cousin has <laughs> epilepsy and so she takes seizure medication and when she was pregnant with her son they were like We do need to tell you that because of your seizure medication, it um, raises your baby's risk of having a cleft lip by 50 percent. And so she's like freaking out. She's like, oh, my gosh. Like, what 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 are the odds? 50
6: percent by by 50 percent. But she was like, "But what are the
1: yeah. Like, what does that mean? What are the odds? And they're like, well, it goes from 2 percent likely to 4 percent likely.
2: Like, okay, yeah. what really? Only 3% likely. Well, <laughs> sub, from yeah. 2 to 3.
6: So I Googled the phrase. Oh, yeah, true. Um, And the phrase, up Mike's hind end, appears once anywhere <laughs> in a book called River of Memories and Appalachian Boyhood. And apparently, his what? mom used to say up Mike's hind end when. I told you! So
1: Appalachian? I, yeah. Uh, are you hill people?
6: <laughs> Ricky asked, Where are they going, Ma? Mother answered, Up Mike's hind end.
1: <laughs> for egg scramble?
6: I what guess. were they
1: going up Mike's hind end for? No,
6: There's no egg scramble scrambling. <laughs> so totally apparently, this Mike's hind end thing was a thing in certain that's, communities. See, there Dad, you, you should go. be
1: listening to Garth Brooks. There we go. You and your hill people.
2: Garth, <laughs> right, Garth Brooks.
1: There you go.
4: Well, Isn't that just oh amazing? Oh that's weird.
0: Getting
4: so, so, I'll I'll tell tell back other thing to quick. your
0: uptick, <laughs> <laughs> what do you attribute <laughs> to that? In, uh more people tuning in.
2: I just think it's because you're on the show. That's mm-hmm. what I, I
0: don't, I'm only on once a week. <laughs> well, it just
2: that's when a thousand percent increase mm-hmm. No, oh, I just I'm think sure. that people are turning much more now. Well, look, I, I'm very honest about this. I've been in radio for 51 years with seven years off in the record business. But um, I could see the end coming for radio. It's coming in the next five to ten years. The ratings are already worthless. I mean, they can talk all they want, but those ratings are so inaccurate, it's unbelievable. Nobody with any money is going to carry those meters. They're not going no. to do it. No. And therefore, they're not accurate in the least. They're either going to, ha- they're going to have to put transmitters in
6: radios that can transmit these, this data That's back. That's correct. That's the thing. <clears throat> yep. if, they like, if they had Wi-Fi modules in uh, these radios that could connect to public Wi-Fi and transmit this data, yes. um, that would work really well. But the problem
2: is, they're not going to be spending the money to do that. No, they're not, uh, particularly right now. And look, I, there's nothing they can do about it because. So you, the problem is twofold. If people with, with you know, a decent income or a lot of money are, are not going to carry the meters, the people who are going to agree to carry the meters are broke because they, they do it because they need the money. Mm-hmm. And then what's going to happen is, look, you got a 20 share, but nobody's buying anything that we advertise on there. Well, it's because they're all broke. I mean, it's just a really bad, it's a bad little uh, equation that we have going here. But, look, I love radio. I wish it would never die. I've loved being in it. But I would say five, maybe ten more years, but I doubt it. I
6: don't think radio is F- going to die, die. It's just going to... Well, not to, completely go away. It will never go away because the technology is so mm-hmm. easy to use. It's always going to have yeah, a purpose. Yeah, that's
2: true. And I love it. Don't get me wrong. I love doing radio. I Love doing you know morning show and and all the rest of it. It, it just the world is changing, but uh, it's so much easier now for people to just hit their phone. They they got a little app on their phone and go Tom Bernard podcast. Yep. Boom, they hit it and that's the party right
5: there. Mm-hmm. Any time of the that's day or night, the they can listen to what they party. want. Yep. I mean, yep. so so that's another that's one of the no, no, it's another thing that these personal devices have done. They're changing how we consume yeah, entertainment. They are.
6: Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
5: absolutely
2: so much so look unless somebody believes that i don't like radio more i love doing radio but it's changed so much it's changed a lot mm-hmm. in the last couple of years and uh and as i said i don't really have that touchstone person like your mike mcveigh's or your mitch Dolans or dave hamilton or whatever and that does that does bother me i don't have anybody like that anymore which is too bad they've all gone on to bigger and better things they've retired or done whatever but um yeah, as far as podcasting is concerned, now look, I mean, if this is a radio show, Kristen, the people like you and Tim Lammers and you get on the list would have never happened. Every time I have a guest on, I'd have to run it by somebody. Well, I don't want to do that anymore. I've always picked my own guests, which Hamilton and Mitch Dolan and Mike McVeigh agreed with. Well, that's not the business anymore. Now we have to tell you everything you have to do, and that's just not me. It just doesn't work. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Yeah.
0: So yeah, well, there's more the freedom. Wrong- Creative freedom. Yeah,
2: Yeah, exactly. So Again, I'm not bad-mouthing radio at all. I love radio. It just doesn't work for me the way it used to. It just doesn't. This, I love. This is kind of what radio used to be.
6: Yeah. Right? You can say pretty much whatever you want within certain
2: guidelines. It's true. No question about it. And
5: you're broadcasting at more than 50,000 watts.
2: (laughs) Yes. Well, technically significantly less than
5: 50,000 watts. But, But... in, but but population wise, yeah,
6: the uh, the reach is much greater. Yeah,
5: yeah. I did want to ask Christian Bird. I wanted her to comment about. Uh, in Tom, sorry, this is this is science fiction. Uh, oh. Uh, oh, so Yeah, you, you can go <laughs> get a cup. Uh, no, I I wanted to ask her about the uh, CGI of uh, Luke Skywalker in this oh, yeah, uh, uh, most recent uh, oh. uh, thing of the book of Boba Fett. That a CGI of him and and, and more than one episode, more than one scene as well. And I'm just, and, you know, we're seeing, we're seeing this in the Star Wars kind of stuff. We're seeing um, more and more actors being euthanized. Not euthanized. It no, <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, my God. God. Oh, wow. oh my God. It's
1: wow. world we live in. Euthified. Get in the get chamber a <laughs> are yeah, not <laughs> killing
0: actors <yes. laughs> What is happening?
5: <laughs> really Euthanize, not euthanized. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, but I was spelling with a Y. It wasn't we're not spelling <laughs> with an E. Now, like, give me a break. <laughs> so, and I'm just wondering, just how when when are we going to start? When are we going to start seeing more and more of this, where an actor will just say, "I'm not going to do this," but you can you can CGI me, and you know, and it's going to
6: be more common than not in 15 years. I yep. bet. What do you
5: think?
0: Yeah, and. and we've done it to think about it even just using footage and, and slicing it all together like when Carrie Fisher died
3: Yep, we've right.
0: seen what is possible and yeah if you get an actor like what if you needed a moment with Johnny Depp who you know is sort of like a reluctant actor now because of all of his legal troubles and things like that but Disney needs like a moment of him in like Pirates of the Caribbean, like, part 65. (laughs) They can probably (laughs) slice something together. They can CGI it and create it the way they want and just throw them a paycheck.
6: Well, I think the thing thing that a lot of people worry about is, okay, so Disney owns Captain Jack Sparrow. They own his likeness, and his likeness is Johnny Depp. So can they just use that likeness without his permission? No. Well, but could they in the future, maybe, if they start saying... You know, it, they put it in your contract. Oh, we can uh, make a 3D model of you. We can make you say whatever the hell we want.
0: Well, you know how they could do that, especially if you get, if you're starting a new franchise or you get a newer actor, because that first couple of contracts yep. you have is when you're starting out in Hollywood are terrible, and they can write that in, and you're thinking, if I don't sign this, they're not going to, exactly you know, hire me, they'll hire somebody else who will sign it, and we all know how that goes, and... That's how it probably starts the cycle. You may not get away with it with, say, a Johnny Depp, but right. you'll get away with, like, the fresh faces.
5: Or you might get away with with Johnny Depp. He may sell
6: it. Oh, yeah. You can so sell it yeah. for $500 it. million. Dollars? Or yeah. whatever,
5: you know, just like a syndication. Yeah. So you're syndicating your character, yep. uh, and you're selling off that syndication. So Absolutely. you can... You
0: and, yeah, and if an actor needs the money, like... Johnny, Johnny Depp has a lot of legal
2: bills to pay. That's Why wouldn't he true. do it? Yeah, yeah <laughs> there he goes. Go. <clears throat> no doubt about that. You know, I remember many years ago, I've talked about this before. And I God, it was probably 15, 20 years ago now. Maybe it wasn't that long, but I cut a couple. I was doing pretty much just voiceover. So it, oh, my God, it's, it was a long time ago. But in any case, uh, I cut a bunch of commercials over at Creation Audio. And the next day I get my car and the commercial that I cut, one of the commercials I cut comes on. And I did the entire commercial, the whole 60-second commercial, but there's a line in the commercial I never said, but it's me saying it. That scared the piss out of me. I will tell you that. I was saying it. It was definitely me saying it, but I never said it. That's terrifying. You know what I mean?
0: and all the deep fake videos that they're, we're seeing yeah. out on the internet, yep. there's uh, we often see them done with Tom Cruise, which I don't know why he's the actor, like, picks. Right. <laughs> but we've seen those videos already out there, and they show up on social media, and you're like, whoa.
6: I remember, like, 15 video. years ago, people were like, okay, so this new deep fake technology, they're going to be able to make videos of, like, world leaders declaring war, and that's going to cause <clears> war. Right. Yeah. But what actually right. happened was that the technology progressed so fast that people got used to the idea very quickly, and oh, now when they see something like that, they can pretty much immediately spot it as a fake. Oh, which well, is interesting because it? well, it's like okay, if you saw a you know a video of you know uh, Joe Biden saying, "Okay, it's time to." Uh, Nuke the entire Eastern Hemisphere. Would you think, oh, gee, he really said that, or would you think this has to be fake? <laughs> yeah. I
1: don't know. Catherine. He's pretty out of it.
6: Oh my! <laughs> okay. no, oh, he wouldn't say it that.
1: Out of it. <clears throat> I would Google it. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'd be like, did this? People yeah, I wouldn't more be skeptical. like. People
6: are skeptical. People are skeptical of what they see on video. Yeah, they're skeptical of what they hear. Well, some people are very yeah. skeptical of these things, even if they see it with their own eyes. They're like, well, this could very easily be fake, because like Photoshop has been around for forty years yeah. at this point, I think, and people have grown up with these photoshops that it's just it's on its face difficult to believe. So they're like, hmm, I don't know about this.
5: And and you yeah. you know uh, Conan O'Brien used to have didn't he have a character where he would he, he would have somebody on and then he would put a picture up and then the mouth would move. But it would just be a still picture. So, whenever they when they do that animation, you know, you you look, and I bet you that the human eye is able to detect that that slight variation that is not real because there's subtleties to the movement, yeah, that you just notice.
2: So, no, it's all true. You're absolutely right about that. So I don't know. I don't know what. Are we all going to just eventually be born and stay in the crib for our entire lives while they use us as we grow up? (laughs) Oh
0: gosh. (laughs) That's the matrix. Not if we don't let them.
2: That's, it's the matrix, the matrix, baby. Don't let them. Yeah, I don't know what to tell you. It's, uh, I don't know. It's going to be rather, rather interesting. That's all I have to say. Um, Kristen, we were talking about this earlier. Uh, I went. Yes, I have an eighteen and a half gallon gas tank in my car. The average car, car, I think has sixteen gallons. I believe that's true. Mhm. Yeah. <clears throat> so I filled up with my car yesterday. What's with
1: uh,
0: it?
2: Yeah, it was really great because I looked up and it uh, it gave the dial position of KQRS, where my morning show is, ninety two point five dollars.
0: <laughs> oh, that was nice. Them staying all company. Ninety two.
2: They
6: were 50. like, let's oh. just round it up to fifty cents for uh, Tom's well, sake.
1: Kristen <laughs> lives. Kristen <laughs> lives in L. A. I think a you've got car. the highest. Don't you have the highest gas prices in America in L. A. Uh,
0: you know. I, we keep on. I keep on hearing like they're like it's eight dollars here, and I'm seeing it for like five forty in my neighborhood. Five forty nine. Oh, okay. you know? it's a bargain. Which is still. Don't get me wrong. That is still expensive. Uh, but I'm not seeing the eight dollars. The eight dollars oh, that okay. they keep on broadcasting on the news is that one. <laughs> is Ralph? You'll know this one. That one single gas station that's in Beverly Hills that is always two oh, dollars yeah. more mm. than anywhere else. It's right on Santa Monica. Um, right. It's little Santa Monica. Yeah. It's always super expensive. So that's where they go to get their news story. Um, so yep. yes,
2: oh, it's expensive,
0: okay. but is it like 8 $9? No. Maybe maybe somewhere remote where it, they're the only gas station off of a freeway, probably. I've but
1: heard, I've heard San Francisco is really high for some strange reason. I don't
3: know.
5: It's in California. Yeah, that they're yeah gas because <laughs> it's <laughs> but California. Or worse. I <laughs> yeah,
1: to
0: the think
3: gas be. taxes already uh, built
0: in so yeah that, one, that you know help what? the situation
6: <laughs> one thing i noticed about gas prices uh, being in florida recently i noticed in florida you could go a block and you'd see a swing of like a buck 50 yeah but that doesn't yep. really happen in minnesota and it makes no. me wonder if some states have laws as to what prices you can set for your gas probably <clears throat> because minnesota's gas prices it's like if you you'll see 50 cents Across several miles at most, uh, aside from like you know some massive outliers, but uh, it's it seems to be kind of like almost set statewide within a very certain uh, tolerance. And I wonder if there's a reason for that.
3: Hmm. That's law. a good
2: question. I wonder. Hmm. Remember, what, remember what Peter Falk said? What the hell is the world going to be like when it costs uh, when a 12 pack of Budweiser costs fifteen hundred dollars? <laughs> well, we're almost there, so we're going to find out quickly. Yeah, these prices. When's the last time you went to a grocery store and spent less than a hundred dollars? I don't even remember. Yesterday. Well,
6: I mean, yeah, but you I really go buy a Kit Kat. Things.
0: Yeah. Oh, but you know what? I actually, I actually did. I went food shopping probably about a week and a half ago, and I went to Aldi. And Aldi is. Do you guys have them in Minnesota? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah we do. They are the cheapest grocery store. Yes, out they are. There. Yeah, I mean, I can't even get to Trader Joe's and get under $100, but I can at Aldi. And I got, like, a full cart.
6: Oh, here we go. Wow. Minnesota says you cannot sell gas below $0.08 cents a gallon profit. So you can't go too low. Oh. So too basically, low. Because um, smaller gas stations can't afford to have these razor-thin margins. It's a way to protect the smaller stations from... I suppose it's a good idea. Yeah, exactly. Because it's like, you know, a gas... They're a giant. They could do two cents a gallon profit, and they would still be fine because of the sheer volume. But these little gas stations, they can't afford to do that. So it's all set eight cents minimum above wholesale. That's interesting. Very
5: interesting. There's Mm. our communism coming out
2: again. Yeah, There you go. Kristen, I have to ask you a question about your home state there, sister.
0: Massachusetts?
2: No, your new home state, <laughs> California. Yeah,
6: it's interesting California? you still
2: consider Massachusetts <laughs> your home. Mm. Yeah, um, way to go. Well, okay. home
0: state. I, I, just, I think birth state. So, but California.
2: Yeah, I understand.
0: Because I don't want. Yeah. Did you
2: see what was rated the most unfriendly city in America? By far, uh, by the I way, did- by far.
0: And it's in California. Yep. Oh.
2: El Centro. Nope.
0: Newport Beach. (laughs) Nope.
2: Do you know where it is? It's the last one you'd guess. The most unfriendly city in America is San Francisco.
0: Oh, I believe. Well, I wouldn't doubt that at all. Oh yeah. (laughs)
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. He's gonna disagree. I mean, but if you take like the three big cities: San Francisco, Los Angeles, and San Diego. san diego probably being the friendliest of the group la kind of like mid-range and san francisco i think because of the tech presence it just creates it it creates a lot of like us versus them like one percent and then everyone else who lives there so
2: yeah it's also the attitude of the people who live there because Catherine and i were pushing andy down the down the street one day when he was about six months old why were were you pushing
1: him down the street
2: (laughs) in a stroller
1: that makes more sense
2: yeah, there you go. <laughs> Move it. He, wouldn't
1: walk. <laughs> he wouldn't walk when he was six months old.
2: So we're pushing him down the street, and this car drives by. And it didn't stop, of course, because a tough guy from 1,200 miles away. There, two men drive by, and one guy's leaning on the other, on the driver. And as they drive by, they look at us, Catherine, me, and Andy in the stroller, and say, fucking breeders. It's like, Oops. where do you think you came from? I mean, that's so amazing to me. Interesting. You know, your mom and dad had to breed in order for you to be born. Do you realize that, there, you dumb bastards?
1: Oh, well, that's like Breeding. one. I was at coffee with one of my friends once when she had just started transitioning from male to female. And we sit down. I had just got engaged. And she says, ugh oh she worked at this restaurant where they had a lot of like rehearsal dinners for weddings and she sits down and she's like oh my gosh if i have to deal with another heteronormative wedding again i'm gonna kill myself <laughs> <laughs> and i just got engaged like the week before i was like
0: okay like,
1: oops. i'll just not talk about and she knew that i had just got engaged and that's like the first thing she decided to say i was like all right we'll talk about anything else <laughs> then <laughs> It's so good. glad to see yeah. great so you great to see you surprised either. no 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 nothing she said no. surprised so it was
5: me. what's a hetero aberrant
1: wedding heteronormative
5: <laughs> uh, i'm <sorry>, her- hetero aberrant <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: no well is there such oh. thing? <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess <laughs> I don't Probably. know. Cosplay. I'm sure, yeah, cosplay. cosplay Star, Wars people, yeah. Star Wars wedding. Star Wars
6: wedding. I'm Luke and you're Leia. Oh, Ooh, I'm sure there have heart.
1: been many Ooh. of those. That was a thing oh. during
6: the first movie. People oh. didn't know because they hadn't been... Well, in the first movie, remember they had kissed and uh, Leia says, So somehow I've always known... Later in the movie, or the next movie She says, somehow I've always known That we were siblings It's like, well, you were making out with him in the first
1: movie
6: (laughs) (laughs) As soon as I made out with you, I knew No, they they kissed on the mouth in the first movie, I think (laughs) Oh, (laughs) now i got to go (laughs) watch the first movie
1: See, I've only ever seen one Star Wars movie And and I don't know
6: (laughs) Director's cut Let's see here. Yeah, they're kissing uh, kissin right on the mouth. Right on the yeah.
1: mouth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Somehow I've goes, always known. Somehow I've always uh, known. <laughs> and still I chose to someone. mouth kiss you. Yeah. Eel. All right.
2: Oh. That's going to do it, huh? I guess yeah, so. so. Well, did you want to go a little longer, Andy? It's up to you. No, we're, we're good. I thought so. All right, Kristen, always a pleasure.
0: Absolutely, I'll see
2: you next week. I thought you hung up on me for a second there.
0: I'm here. I am here. <laughs> I'm here until the last moment <laughs> until I, like I get it. cut off. <laughs> Thanks a
2: lot. We'll talk to you next week, Ralph. Thank you too, oh, you're sir. Welcome. Thank you. We'll take it easy. We'll talk to you tomorrow with the family.